0: I'm working on a little time capsule project to send a message to the future, and these recordings are a part of it. This recorder, our payload, and there's a whole group of us working on it. Half of the things I want to build won't work anyway, and the end of the world isn't going to stop me from trying.
1: There's always a danger to building something like this. A miscalculation, a wrong decimal, hell, even a drop of fuel too little, and this whole thing could go sideways
0: so it's not like you have to be a rocket scientist to build a rocket. Um, never mind.
1: The Earth is fucked. It's broken, and it's awful, and it's tearing itself apart. And there's nothing any of us can do to stop it.
0: What Will Be Here is a sci-fi audio drama about living on a doomed Earth and building things anyway. Find out more about the show at whatwillbehere.crd.co and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice today. Ever since I was a kid, I've dreamed of adventuring dreamed of magic and knights and princesses, and in the past few years, a lot of those dreams have come true. But never, even in my wildest dreams, did I ever think I would go to space. Being aboard the SS Nebula and meeting its fine crew, now that was an adventure worth writing home about. Even after being so close to the stars, though, I'm still glad to be back. Wind in my hair, dirt under my feet, bird songs. I admired all these things as I walked through a countryside dotted with farmsteads. I had received a letter from a farmer's daughter named Kira, who lived somewhere in this area. There weren't many details, but it seemed like someone had been sneaking onto her family's farm and stealing all of their equipment. Little things at first, but now that her mother's away for a country fair, more important tools have gone missing and Kira is in desperate need of help. wonder if I'm heading in the right- You've got to be kidding me! You took the scarecrow too? Yep, okay, I'm definitely in the right place. I continue down the gravel path until I make it to the farm's homestead, just in time to see Kira. Well, at least that's who I think it is, tumble out of the cornstalks. She has bright red hair that bounces as she launches herself towards me, a half-broken cornstalk in one hand and a pitchfork in the other. Are you the one stealing all my family's farm equipment? What? Me? No, I- You better not be lying. Because I swear, if I find so much as a pair of wool shears in your back pocket, I'll tie you up to my plow and- I'm Ryan, the adventurer. Oh, Ryan. Well, why didn't you say so? I'm so glad you're here. I heard you were having some tools stolen? Not just some. Everything that isn't tied to... Well, now that the Scarecrow's gone, I suppose not even that's true. Do you have any idea who might be taking them? Not the foggiest. And I'm running out of time. My mum is supposed to be back from the fair any day now. And if she sees the sorry state things are in now, she'll...
1: Confound it.
0: Um... What was that? It sounded like it came from the barn. Is anyone else supposed to be here? No. Kira and I make our way to the barn, doing our best not to make a sound. Kira said that usually the barn would be filled with their sheep, but they're out at the fair with their mother. I should mention, they're show sheep. They come in every color of the rainbow. I've heard they're quite the sight. There's somebody in the hayloft. How do we get up there? Over there. A ladder by the stall.
1: There we go. That should do the trick. What was that?
0: Hello? Come on out. We know you're up here. Is there anything up here that looks, well, amiss? It seems... Smaller than I remember. Oh! There! That wall of hay bales. It's hiding the rest of the loft. Alright, stay behind me. The closer we got, the more obvious it was that the hay bales were stacked to hide something. Most of them were stood up on their ends to make a wall that almost met the barn ceiling. And from looking at it from an angle, You could just make out a narrow passageway between hay... layers? We both slid our way through it to find... What in the world? What is that? That's my water spigot! And my favorite shovel! And my gardening shears! In front of us stood a large... A big... Well, I don't know what it was but it was definitely made out of all of Kira's missing farm equipment. The wheels of a wheelbarrow, three scythes, two shovels, an axe, a pruner, enough rope to climb a mountain, and whatever a barley humbler and seed dibbler are. And at the center, in the middle of whatever this thing was, sat a scarecrow holding a cuckoo clock. Oh, buddy! Who did this to you? I'll cut you down. Wait, don't! Ah! From behind a hay bale jumped out a short, very disheveled and very angry man dressed in a uniform that I sort of recognized.
1: What I've built here is very delicate and I cannot risk you tampering with it.
0: What you've built? So you're the one stealing all my tools.
1: (laughs) Not stealing, simply borrowing.
0: That doesn't matter. You still took my property without asking.
1: If you had a problem with it, then you should have said something when I first started steal- Borrowing these primitive tools.
0: Alright, alright, let's talk this out.
1: Captain, is that- is that you? Did you come all this way to save me?
0: Oh, now I know where I recognize your uniform from.
1: (laughs) And look, you're also carrying such a primitive weapon. Oh, yes, uh, of course. We must blend in when we're on these underdeveloped planets.
0: (laughs) Underdeveloped? No, no, let me explain. Planets? My name is Ryan. Planets? I was aboard the SS Nebula not too long ago and met your captain, who I, well, share quite the resemblance to.
1: You aren't the captain? Nope. So then, no one is here to save me?
0: Well, I didn't say that. I'm sure they're looking for you. They just haven't found you yet. I feel like I'm missing something here.
1: Wait, you said you were aboard the nebula. How how exactly did you accomplish that?
0: It involved a portal and some lizards.
1: Interesting. It's been theorized that the residual energy from teleportations could build up and cause uh, localized teleportation points, but... Never did I imagine it just being stumbled upon by, <laughs> well, I, I don't want to be rude, but-
0: Let's leave it at not wanting to be rude.
1: Fair enough.
0: Can someone please explain to me what's going on here? Well, and stop me if I'm wrong here, but it looks like our friend here might be stranded. Friend?
1: Affirmative. You can call me Chief Engineer Gomez. Pleasure to meet you both.
0: None of this explains why you've been stealing my farm's equipment.
1: (laughs) Isn't it obvious? No. No. (sighs) Well, one moment I'm adjusting the nebulous tantalus core, and then the next moment there's a flash of light that leaves me in the middle of a cornfield. Now, I have nothing on me but my communicator, but it is both useless this far from the ship and, well, it's, it's dead. I've built this marvelous machine which, in theory, should both charge my communicator and boost its signal. Simple.
0: Wait. Is that my cuckoo clock? Yes. When did you get inside my-
1: Irrelevant. I needed it to alert me of the next-
0: Ah! (laughs) Yes! It's coming! What's coming?
1: A lightning storm with enough potential energy to help me get back
0: home. Good. The sooner you're out of my hair, the better.
1: I, too, would not like to be trapped in your hair, but considering the size of this machine and the proximity to the storm, would you two consider helping me get to the nearest hill? I'll help you. <laughs> Amazing! We should... But
0: on one condition. Name it. You ask Kira for help first.
1: What? The small one? Absurd.
0: Most of your, um, equipment here is made of tools from her family's farm. I did what I had to do for the sake of the mission. Okay, but I'm not helping you if you don't ask Kira first. Stealing is wrong, no matter the reason. And Kira could get in a lot of trouble if her mom gets back and all her tools are missing. Hmm.
1: fine. Uh, well, um, little one, Kira, is it? Yes. I... I am sorry I commandeered your rudimentary tools to build a state-of-the-art, albeit rather crude, charging station and weather tracker. Would you... would you be open to further
0: assisting me? Yes. Oh. Of course I'll help you. If I was lost, I'd hope someone would help me get home too. Besides, my mother raised me to help our neighbors, near and far. Well, that settles it. Gomez, let's get you back home. Kira and I helped Gomez pack up his contraption, while Gomez gave us very specific instructions on how to do so. No!
1: You mustn't let the transorbital antenna touch the grounding rod.
0: But these are wool shears? Oh, you sweet, naive
1: little creature.
0: Aside from a few bumps and scrapes, we managed to get everything down from the hayloft in one piece. And somehow, I've ended up carrying it all. Including one very itchy scarecrow.
1: Has the skinny lad got a name? What? The effigy you left standing in the cornfields.
0: Oh. I've always fancied the name Fergus.
1: Hmm. Fergus. <sighs> <sighs>
0: We were partway up the hillside when Kira started nodding off. She almost turned back, not wanting to slow us down, but Gomez offered to carry her. It was amusing to watch Kira, with her big head of hair, climbing onto Gomez's shoulders, but she settled right in, falling completely asleep in no time.
1: The little one asleep?
0: Yep, looks like it.
1: Now, don't tell her I said this, but... I see a bit of myself in her. Is that so? A gleam in her eye. Notice it when she was looking at my machine. She's young, but I can already see she has that spark in her. She'd make a fine coalition recruit.
0: If there's one thing I've learned in all my travels, it's that people tend to be more surprising than you'd think. Everyone is capable of courage, whether they're a knight or, well, a farmer's daughter. The world is full of brave people who are willing to do the right thing.
1: Hmm. Perhaps space would be a safer place if there were more people like you both.
0: There were plenty of brave people aboard the SS Nebula, and it just takes a few people to make a difference. <sighs> it smells like rain.
1: Ah! It's starting! Let's get a move on!
0: With the storm starting earlier than expected, we all split up the gear and bolted up the hillside. I wasn't sure how we were going to set everything up in time, but Gomez and Kira took charge, the two of them working in tandem like they'd been doing this for years. It would have been fun to watch if it weren't for the pouring rain. There! Fergus is tied to the pitchfork! Stand back!
1: No, no. The pitchfork isn't enough to attract the lightning. The storm
0: is already moving away. There must be something... My sword! What? Use my sword instead! Quick! I passed the sword to Kira, who, with a ribbon from her hair and Gomez's help, tied it to the scarecrow's hand. As soon as it was secured, we all jumped back just before a lightning bolt struck Fergus. Ryan! You did it!
1: Yes! It worked! It worked!
0: Good to hear from you, Chief Engineer Gomez. (laughs) How about we get you back home?
1: Yes, I like that very much, Captain. Thank you, both of you. It's been a pleasure serving you both.
0: Wow, just like that. He's gone. Oh, Ryan. Will you look at that? The stars. They're gorgeous. (sighs) I didn't realize it was so late. We'd better head back. Good idea. And we have to get all this equipment back. That is, if you don't mind helping just a little bit more. Of course. Between the two of us, we were able to get the majority of Curious things back down the hillside, save for a few severely charred gardening tools and one very crispy Fergus. You know, I think I've got a cool idea for a machine of my own. One that might be able to help my mom around the farm. Something that can till the soil and plant the seeds at the same time. That sounds like a great idea. Kira's certainly got a bright future ahead of her. After we explain the scorch marks on the cuckoo clock to her mother, of course. Thank you for side questing with us. This episode, The Alien, The Adventurer, and the Farmer's Daughter, was written by Andrew Sianyez de la O and produced by Talmanir. Kira was voiced by Leslie Gideon, and Gomez was voiced by Andrew Sionez de la O. The voice of Ryan was Talmanir. A big thanks to Ali Maria, Ilya, Jesse, Sarah, and Spencer for supporting this episode. If you like side questing, I think you'll like A Ninth World Journal, a science fantasy audio drama podcast set in the very distant future. The stories document the travels of a researcher who uncontrollably jaunts to strange places throughout the Ninth World. There are five seasons for you to explore, and it's spectacular. Here's the trailer. This is a Ninth World Journal. A careless experiment with a teleportation device has left me stranded in random places throughout the Ninth World. While trying to survive in
1: these strange lands, I must find a way to reverse my condition. A Ninth World Journal is a science fantasy audio drama podcast. Subscribe to listen or visit ninthworldjournal.com.
0: Have you heard the news? The best podcast for dinosaur fans is out and a roaring good time for all! What happens when a bolt of lightning hits a digger machine on top of a site that's full of dinosaur fossils? Uh, the digger turns into Digger Rex, of course. Join Digger Rex, the half-dinosaur, half-digger, on his adventures by searching for Digger Rex on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.